0: Hello, it's episode 98 of the Evil G Podcast. My is that name's... a question? No, it, it actually is. It it's, actually is. It's episode 98, I
1: think. <laughs> so no, I just
0: lost my train of thought a bit.
2: <laughs> it, it definitely is 98 idea. Sorry, I just completely threw you off your train of thought anyway, so that's me. That's Stu. Hello. I'm Colin. <laughs>
0: you be used to this by now. It's your first time yeah. here. This happens a lot.
2: Yeah. Re- Jesus. Do, do you reckon we still get people who just accidentally find us this late into the game?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I definitely do. And then they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I what
1: what access is that?
0: Oh. Well, we got flights booked for all in.
2: Yeah, we go to Wembley, baby.
0: It's gonna be funny if we can't get tickets. Oh, uh, that'll be weird. We got these flights, but no tickets. Well, <laughs> ticket,
2: don't worry, but
0: we'll definitely get yep. tickets. Yep. I'm gonna be here at like, you know, midnight on. If uh, I
2: have to show up at TK's fucking house, we're getting tickets, don't worry.
0: <laughs> uh, really looking forward to it being in that. I've never been to a big wrestling show before, I've only been to shitty house shows. I've
2: been at a t- tv taping before um but was a when impact was sort of in, in its darker days so y- you didn't just get one tv recording you were there for like two and a half episodes
0: <laughs> that's
2: why they still do it
1: though <laughs>
2: yeah but how they, how they at least do it now is they'll go right folks we're recording an episode here they go take a breather and it's like if you want to come back we're doing another episode later whereas that there's like right lads you're sitting here for five hours and the match these are going to be all over the place, and then we're just going to edit everything and post.
0: So if you're there in person, nothing makes makes any sense. Yep, yep. <laughs> Do they give you a change of shirt or something so they can at least pretend? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's get into some games then.
2: Yep, yep, because I'm actually looking forward to hearing your thoughts on this.
0: Alright, Ghostwire Tokyo, it finally hmm. came out on Game Pass, so I played it, because it was too much of a cheapskate to buy it.
2: <laughs> it sounds like it was uh, better waiting for it anyway, from what I've been hearing.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I suppose get that out of the way first. It does not run very well. Uh, I can't
2: believe that, because it runs really well on the PlayStation.
0: I've, uh, I've heard people say it doesn't run well on the PlayStation as well, though.
2: Right, oh, well, yeah. I put it to the I put it to the VSync option.
0: Yeah, I yeah, never had a problem. So, so yeah, that's like it comes with a ton of different uh, graphics options, like for a console game. Um,
2: yeah, I didn't even know what VSync was at the time. You see, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And I had to look up what they all meant, <laughs> and then I realized like this is the one for me. Then
0: I'm assuming the V-Sync one exists because it's intended to be uh you want to run this at 120 hertz Mm. um but there's no way this game runs at 120 hertz ever (laughs) regardless of what tv you have i i'm running it on the uh on that super high frame rate mode um Mm -hmm. with the v-sync and yeah it's it's not holding a stable frame rate at all.
2: Um, like, how bad would you say it drops?
0: Sometimes it's pretty significant. Like, it's it's never like, slideshow bad, but it's really I, I, noticeable, especially like, in certain areas when it's raining, uh, and there's a lot of enemies attacking. Um, mm. You definitely see a bit of frame dropping and slowdown. Uh, which is unfortunate. Um... Because it's, like, it's a really good-looking game. It's and got a know. really good vibe. Um, I love that all, like, the completely abandoned, nobody else about, uh, mm. you know, Shibuya um, and exploring that stuff. And despite the, the frame rate stuff and the performance, I'm still really enjoying it, um... It's, uh, like, the open world stuff is, is a bit, can be a bit collect a but sometimes mm. I, I like doing that, and it's it's not so much, it's, you know, it's not so big that it's, that it's overwhelming. Um,
2: and you can fast travel, which is nice. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and then I, I've just got the, um, you know, the way you, you can equip three prayer beads? I, I've got... Yes. The ones now that actually show you where stuff is. Yeah, they're handy. And point you in the general direction so you're not like, you know, aimlessly wander about looking for things. Um, but yeah, like combat feels pretty good. Um, yeah, combat
2: is fucking fantastic. It's one of the best things that sort of grabbed my eye straight away as well.
0: It's, it's pretty much just sh- shooting but with, yeah. with your hands.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, each, each of the quote unquote powers is just a type of gun. So it is, let's be honest. Yeah,
0: your wind one, which is your standard shoot thing. And then you can do yeah. like a full automatic if you want. Yeah. Um, or you can you charge You can up. Now.
2: that was in the update. Yep. Oh, was that not there before? That wasn't there before.
0: Right, so uh, is that the case for all of the, the types?
2: I think there might be a new uh, variation of yep. attack for each a type now, so that's pretty cool.
0: So each type had a, like a charge attack, but now there's this is where you charge it, and when it's fully charged, you click the right stick. Ooh. Um. And then, so the for the wind, it uh, it goes into you go into full uh, automatic until <laughs> you run out of ammo, uh, basically, and you can. So up- does
2: that mean you're doing like a, a finger gun going? Psh, psh, psh,
0: psh, psh. Yeah, pretty much. Classic. <laughs> And you can get an upgrade where it uh, increases the chance of getting a critical hit when you're doing that. Um, and then the the water one, which is like the standard for that, is you throw out the big blade and a big wave. Th- thing. Uh, and, uh, if you do that, you create this area of effect around you that freezes anything in it. Um, the fire one is your flamethrower.
2: It was like a rocket launcher when you charged it. Yeah. Like ah,
0: uh, you can do the rocket launcher when you charge it, and then if you charge then hit hit the right stick, uh you're you turn it into a flamethrower. Uh but oh, hey. as I haven't tried using that one, I haven't locked it because like I have like eight rounds or like eight th- thing, eight ammo's for this and uh it seems like a flamethrower they'd be gone real real fast.
2: Mm, that's uh, why I always treated it as the rocket launcher.
0: Yeah, I I use it more like uh oh something big's here, so yeah yeah, yeah. I'm gonna
2: shoot like it with all one of this. The, you see one of the big heavy boys with the the umbrellas. You see one of them coming at you. you like right, boom. Or I don't know how far you are in there but there's some enemies later on where you you will use that specifically for them because fuck they are. The, the dancing woman. Have you seen her yet? Dancing woman. Yeah, there's a there's a dancing woman with like a big raincoat and a big pair of scissors. Um, like big shears. If you haven't came across her, you oh, trust me, you uh, remember. Is she wearing a bi-
0: a big hat? Uh, a big lady Demetresque hat. No, no,
2: no don't, no, no. You might be, no, 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 because you see her face, and her face is all like fucking crazy looking.
0: Yeah, i fought a number woman with big scissors, and she's got a big hat.
2: Maybe it is her then, but she should like and dance around.
0: Wear, wearing a raincoat,
2: aye, and she, she, she moves really quickly. Don't, am I thinking of the right one? She moves really quickly.
0: Uh, she'll definitely come tearing at you. Aye, aye,
2: aye. aye. That's who I used to drop the rocket launcher on. Yeah,
0: I would for that. The uh, oh god, the the wee, oh, I can't remember what you call them. Like Terra Terra something. They're, they're like these wee charms. Like um. It's like a, a Japanese su- superstition. If you want it to be nice well the next day, you, you hang these wee boyos up. They look like, you know, wee, like a wee traditional ghost. It's like a, ah, a yeah. white cloth and wee smiley face on it. Yes. They're pains in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> they are fucking arseholes. Because they, they float about uh, a move really erratically, like they're being a, swung around from a string. Um,
2: uh Oh, you're right. By the way, she does have a Dematress cat. I'm just looking at the, the enemies here, so just to get a reminder, yes, you were right. Sorry. Yeah,
0: I've I fought those a lot. I'm I'm not finding the the difficulty or the combat particularly difficult. Um...
2: No, but it, it it did put me in mind, and I'm not just saying this because I love it. Like, but it did sort of put me in mind of 2016's Doom, where if there were certain enemies, if like to be like a, a bunch of certain enemies popped up you would prioritize who you took down first whereas you know most shooting games mm. you just go come come get some and you just blast whatever's in front of you whereas when you were playing this you would sort of go fuck have to deal with her first then i'll deal with that one then i'll deal with that one then i'll deal with that one because if i leave her fucking running around too much she's gonna fuck me up uh, you know i can let these guys run around because they're slower and stuff for so that's why i really enjoyed the combat is depending on the enemy types depends what you were doing and stuff, so I think that's why I really enjoyed the combat. It made you it wasn't just shoot everything; it was like think about who you're going to take down first and how you're going to do it, and the ammo you have, the the deal with.
0: Hmm. Yeah, definitely. The uh, your ammo pools are very small, mm. so you do sort of have to watch what you're doing there. Um,
2: have you Have you been into a shop?
0: <laughs> uh, just the normal convenience stores with the cats.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cause some sometimes they'll ask you, what are you buying, stranger? And I'm like,
0: <laughs> ah clap Yeah. Um Yeah, I I think I'm a good bit into it. Um uh, what I'm doing now is making my way towards a pillar of light.
2: Yes. So,
0: so is that a, is that far?
2: You're a good chunk in. Uh you haven't come across the motorbike yet, then.
0: There's a motorbike.
2: Yeah, but you don't play on it. Oh, right. Okay. It's it's a special type of spirit motorbike. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally fueled by spirits, so it's just got that Mikami, But that's the one thing I don't know if you're able to follow the story. Very
0: fucking mikami Even I, the way it looks, like uh, the the weird shit that happens, some of it looks really cool. Um, mm. but it, it is like. You can tell, uh, yeah, this is the guy that did Evil Within. Yeah. There was one of the. I think it was a side mission. No, no, I think it was part of the the main mission where you're chasing after your woman that has one side of her head shaved. Can't mind her name. Oh, yeah. And you're going through this place, and the walls are shifting constantly, and it's all fucking crazy. And you're like, guy, this is definitely a Mikami game. Um.
2: Have you done many of the Wii side missions? Because some of them are very mm. cool.
0: Yeah, I've, d- I've done pretty much all of those as, as they've come up. Uh, oh,
2: that, the one I enjoyed, just because of how silly it was, was, have you been into the one that's in the house and the piano keeps playing?
0: No, I haven't seen this.
2: Okay, okay. I'll, I'll leave it because it's, it's a very cool one. If, if, if you hear one about music being played in the house, I don't know why. It was just a bit of a silly mission, but I enjoyed it because of how Bonkers! It was. I was like, mm. you're basically in this haunted house trying to solve this music puzzle.
1: I
0: like the one where you had to go down into the the subway and get on a train alone, um, mm. and then it takes you to a stop that shouldn't be there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that stuff's that stuff's pretty cool.
2: Isn't that where you get out of the train and you're like almost like in like a lake?
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: Yep. Yeah, that was a very cool. Ah, actually. I had to do. I had to try that one quite a few times because there's a big, there's a really big battle in that part, is not yeah. there?
0: Yeah, uh, they, 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 it throws two of the big hammer guys that you were talking about at you yep. at the same time, and then you think you're done, and you go up onto the platform, and your woman appears. Aye. <laughs> Comes tearing at you, and I think it's the red variant, which is stronger. Ugh, that's right. I forgot the about the variant.
2: Probably. That's right. Aye. Uh, yeah, I remember just that mission. I was like, "Fuck, this is tough here." But I, but the, I like I say, I really enjoy the combat. And it's good. It's good to know it's someone else. because oh, I, I have to admit, I thought when I first played, I was like, "I wonder, am I only liking this because it is my cami?" And now that I know someone else is enjoying, it, it's like, "Yay, it's not just just me." It's actually is a good game. Oh, it it I
0: is think. it is genuinely fun. Like, it, it, like oh, a lot of the stuff people didn't like about it was. Um, Like, it being kind of repetitive sometimes.
2: That never bothered me. Uh,
0: Yeah, it doesn't really bother me as well. And it doesn't seem like it's the type of game that will overstay its welcome too much. Like, it's... Like, lengthwise... Like, I haven't burned out on it or anything. Um,
2: Like you say, it's not the biggest open world, so I don't know if you could burn out
0: on it. The combat's fun enough to keep you going. Like, yeah, it can be repetitive. um, But it's... Like getting the like I've got the the water power all the way leveled up, and I can do the, um, instant charge. Mm. In you if you you fire one, and then if you time it right, you can do a charge attack next without having to charge it. Yep. Um, and then like trying to get hit as many. Uh, enemies with that at once and trying to get their the the core exposed all at the same time and then grabbing Uh, them all at once then
2: that's that's really satisfying yeah i do like the sort of the string thing where he sort of does it with his fingers and you sort of pull the cores out of them all Mm. uh also enjoy the stealth attacks as well yeah
0: there's uh, surprisingly a lot of stealth well you it's optional
2: yeah it is optional that's again i like it when it does that doesn't force it on you it goes listen you can sneak through this or you can barrel in like a lunatic yeah and i did a, I did a mixture depending on the situation
0: i mean, you're, you're you can pretty much like, like it's pretty generous with the the xp and leveling up and getting upgrades and then you're finding your man's uh you know kk's case files, which are giving you 20 points and you get 10 yep. points for leveling like i got last night at this point i looked at it's like oh, i just had 80 points sitting i was like oh shit better yeah unlock some stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, I I like it cuz it's it's kinda kinda relaxing just like beating about this completely empty city. It's was going to say abandoned, it's not really abandoned. Everyone just everyone's clothes are lying everywhere cuz they're all gone somewhere naked. <laughs> so
2: um so you obviously I, I'm not going to say you're like an expert in uh, Shibuto but would you say attacker? <laughs>
0: Shibuya. Shibuya. <laughs> Shibuya.
1: Shibuto.
0: So, Jesus. They said Shibuto. It's like, what, the wee football game where you flick the man? <laughs>
2: <It's a> video <laughs> where,
0: you, where you'd like spend like an hour setting it all up and then just end up sending, launching fucking tiny football men across <laughs> the bedroom for five minutes before you got bored.
2: That was not even a thing when we were kids. Who we came up Aye, with that?
0: Who the fuck played that and say, ah, oh, this is, I guess. This is Cracker. I guess it's kind of like Warhammer. Jesus Ninja would not be happy if he heard me say that. Yeah,
2: yeah. Like,
0: but that—that that to me, they're the same thing. <laughs>
2: it's the video and Warhammer now, the same If thing. he lets
0: me flick his Space Marines across the room, and I'm on board, <laughs> but I don't think I don't think he'd be down for that.
2: No, I don't think
0: he'd be down for that. Yeah, Shibuya. Yeah, th- this is a pretty decent. Um, uh, as far as I can remember, like I've been there three times. Um, mm. Well, been there more than three times, but I've been to Japan three times, and mm. um, the like. You've got the scramble crossing, which is the big mm. landmark that everyone recognises, uh, except it's completely deserted.
2: well yeah there was that time you sent me a video in the middle of the night when you were drunk and it was looking like that
0: it looks so (laughs) weird it does look weird like you you get there like that was five in the morning yeah um and it it was like you just get to it, it was like this is the thing where it's like never empties and it's completely packed and it's completely deserted and it feels the same way it feels here i think um oh cool the you've got the the big uh four two nine thing. I'm not sure if that's what it's actually called in real life. It's three numbers anyway. I don't know what it is. I think it's a close shop. Big giant close up. Um and, and there is definitely things you like you recognize that obviously it's scaled down in that. Um Mm-mm. I think. Uh but as it, it seems pretty fucking spot on from what I'm seeing, all the wee sort of streets and the wee hills that go up. Um
2: well, I have to admit, i don't done it. The best comparison I could do was I pulled up the map in the game and then I Google mapped the area. Yeah. And I was actually able to see how close it was. And I was like, okay, so on a map perspective, this is really, really close, but I wonder what it's like from someone who's maybe been there. You know, are the buildings very similar and things like that? Oh, so. they
0: definitely are. Um, well, like, there seems to be like a. Parts of it will, will seem familiar. Um I'm pretty sure I find the street where we got absolutely fucking drenched in the torrential rain, running between bars for some reason. <laughs> Class. Uh,
2: that that must be very cool for you then to go, I've actually been here and now here I am fighting ghosts. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's pretty cool.
1: Not oh, very cool. <clears throat>
2: Yeah, but
0: I definitely recommend giving it a shot, especially if Game Pass, why why the fuck would you not?
1: Yeah,
2: especially with all the like I say, we haven't even mentioned the fact that it now has new modes, and as you were saying, there's obviously new attacks added to it now, so if you've played it originally, like I did, I'm actually looking forward to getting back and getting into it again, now that there's all these new modes, and there's a a whole roguelike mode and everything now, apparently, so look forward to trying this.
0: Yeah, it's the Spider something, Mm. it's called Spider's Thread.
2: Hmm. So yeah, I look forward to trying that. On, yeah. Was this all done after Mikami left Ghostwire? Or was this already planned?
0: No, nah, I think this is already planned. I think uh, there was just a deal made with Sony for a, a year's worth of exclusivity.
1: Alright,
2: okay.
0: Because it hasn't been that long since Mikami left.
2: No, he left uh, late last year anyway, so... Wonder what he's planning to do: set up another studio or something, or wonder, is he retiring. It might sell that. That's,
0: seems to be the way the industry goes. This is like create a studio, get bought, um, leave, mm. start a new studio, get bought, <laughs> so on.
2: Uh, you could be right. You could be right. Maybe that's how the 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 directors make their money of the studios and buy me out. Right now, set up another one. Right, who wants to buy this one? It. <laughs> never thought of that there you go so what have you been so playing? i finally picked up the uh dead space remake that was released earlier this year um obviously i finished res 4 and i was in that mood so uh haha yeah i didn't give you 70 quid i give <laughs> you half price and you give it to me <laughs> suckers so i got i got dead space on the cheek for the ps5 and I, I was enjoying it, don't get me wrong. Um, at, at, at first I was sort of like, I was just sort of blasting through it and going, this doesn't feel anywhere near as tense or or as, oh, as I remember, you know? Um, still, don't get mm. me wrong, still enjoying it, right? But I realized I was making a massive mistake. Dead Space is definitely at its best. When you're a couple of chapters in and Isaac's starting to lose it a wee bit, that's when the game starts fucking with you. That's what I suddenly remember. It's like, that's right. He's completely normal at the start of the game. All right, there's all this mad shit going on. But later on in the game, the sound design just ramps up to 100 and it's like, right, this is actually really tense now. This is fucking brilliant. Because, you know, it does the whole thing at the start. If you've never played Dead Space, it's, it's a horror game set on a spaceship with sort of, what are the necromorphs? Which is basically an alien parasite turning people into the thing, and they're attacking you. Um, but uh, they do the they 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 quickly establish that the necromorphs will bust through certain vents in the wall, and you know you'll get used to you know, you know vent will start to speed up and the necromorph will bust out, and then later on, you know you're obviously seeing all this mad traumatic shit, and it's obviously starting to play on you, but. So vents will start to bust open, but nothing will come out. And you'll be like, Mm. all right, okay. And then you'll turn the camera around. And there's one just standing right behind you. (laughs) You're like, (laughs) fuck! (laughs) So it's like, yes, this is more like it. So the first couple of chapters, I think, are just to ease you in and get you sort of feeling confident. Like, oh, this isn't that scary. And then it's like, oh, we're going to get you good now. So thankfully, after a sort of, oh, this is okay, I was, gave it a good couple of hours last night, and I am re-falling in love with Dead Space because I've always enjoyed the original. The second one was always my favorite, but I think this remake could now be the best just because this remake obviously is made for people who've probably never played it before, but also to surprise fans of the original. Like, ah, we know what you're expecting, <laughs> but still play is fantastic. You, you uh, kind of have
0: to do that, don't you, when you're remaking oh, a,
2: a game like this? Oh, 100%. Um, like, they, they did the same with Resi 4 as well. There was a couple of wee surprises thrown in there that nobody was expecting. Um, but it looks absolutely amazing. And I'm actually surprised that EA actually give so much time and attention to the, the developer's motive. I'm surprised they just didn't go, I just take the original and fucking slap it up a wee bit, put a bit of shine on it. But this is a ground from from the ground up remake. Um looks stunning. Like I say, the sound design is fantastic. And there's just a really weighty feeling to everything. Um, Because obviously you're getting around in this big uh, you're, you're meant to be like a, basically an engineer, which is something I always enjoyed Ooh. about Dead Space is that the weapons weren't actually f- weapons. They were uh, engineering tools. tools. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I have nothing else to defend myself with. So I'll use this thing that rips like metal apart or or the, the force gun which is meant to be used to blast massive bolts from the side of a ship from outer space into position and you're using it to blast things to absolute pieces in, indoors so I've always enjoyed that fact that Dead Space didn't have guns, it had tools um, but uh, in the original Isaac never spoke he never no. speaks in this and there's, there's wee side missions and all for you um, to learn more about the lore and things like that and you know, obviously you find more, there's no experience but you can find nodes to upgrade your weapons and upgrade your suit Um, which is pretty cool it, like I said the thing that I've noticed as well is whereas Dead Space was very linear in the original the ship itself is more like a wee mini open world but there's like a tram that you'll use to bounce between the five different areas yeah. but each time more of the area will open up. So it's almost its almost got like a Metroidvania-ish to it, but instead of using like different skills, you'll just have different upgrades to your suit that will allow you to get access to doors you couldn't before. But obviously the, the story will always, you know, that's the way you had to go anyway. But then the side missions, I do enjoy the fact that it tells you, right, this side mission's still active, but you can't do it yet because you're not in that area and you can't get to that area. So don't worry about trying to do that yet. We'll keep it here on the side view and we'll update you when you can do it again. So, Because I know some games will give you a side mission and some people will just drop what they're doing and try and do a side mission and then figure out, ah, I can't do that yet. Whereas this game sort of goes, there's a side mission, but you can't do it yet. So don't worry about it. So I do actually kind of like that idea instead of running around like a lunatic.
0: Yeah, I'd be the person running around like a lunatic, definitely.
2: Yeah, I've done that myself many a times in games. So it's nice to sort them to go, there it is, but you can't do it yet. So off you go. But the enemies are all very all the same, you know. You have got all the different types of necromorphs and stuff. A couple of nice newbie variants, which is pretty cool. Um, I won't say anything in case I throw it to you, because I have a I have it on desk if you ever want to borrow it. But uh, some cool surprises as well. Um, and for the first time, because obviously Isaac was in the first one, I don't think he was actually with anyone. There's a whole landing sequence with the team and all, so there's a lot of sort of back and forward banter with things, so it gives sort of gives you it's not it's not such a weird just this guy going through fixing this giant ship and then mad shit happening to him and he's all calm about it so there's a there's a whole underlying story with the the, the markers and the church and all that like the dead space story wasn't something i followed very well i'm not gonna lie i was all very confused with it they dug up a thing and a, and stuff happened
0: yeah that's that's, that's what about i got, I got. <laughs>
2: yeah they dug up this weird relic twisty relic thing And all this mad shit's happening. Whereas now there's a whole lot more background and stuff into it and there's a whole actual side story thing with Isaac's Ma was part of this mad church and all and you know she was convinced she was convinced that maybe he was something special at all. (laughs) So But it's it is a really, really good remake. Um which is kind of a cool thing now, you know, we've got the Resi remakes coming. Hopefully with Dead Space doing well we'll get a Dead Space remake and you know we have got Silent Hill coming, but we'll say it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so Do not let
0: these games get your hopes up.
2: No, I know, I know. Um, but, well, basically what I was getting at is there's a very high bar now for these remakes, there there's is, no fucking way God, Team is making that jump.
0: On one end, it's fucking Bloober Team, in the are. It's Capcom and Motive, so... Yep. Let's not.
2: Yep. If that's <laughs> There's a high jump competition. Blooper team is not even getting bronze.
0: Jumping under the bar. They will jump <laughs> under the bar. Not not even knock it off. It's, it's straight under.
2: And they'll claim because they got on the crash mat that they're okay. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I definitely give, a, if you've enjoyed the original or you never tried it, definitely give the Dead Space remake a go. It is fantastic. I think I'm only about halfway into it and I can't wait to play some more at the moment i'm up to the part uh do you remember there's the big massive fucking thing attached to the ship and you have to get it off because it's pulling you into the orbit of the planet
0: Uh, yeah let's say i remember that well
2: that's where (laughs) i'm at but they've changed to how you fight it this time so you're literally going into it so you're fighting it from the inside and out which is pretty cool Isaac takes no mm. shit in this. He's like, nah, I am not dying after everything I've done. Fuck it.
0: Um, just when you were talking about that, like, it, you not feeding attention at the start, that, that is one thing I would say against Ghostwire or Tokyo. It's not scary enough.
2: I don't think it was designed to be.
0: Probably not, but it seems like, like it should just, be. Just,
2: yeah, I think there's just an uneasiness to it. With your... Not, yeah. Well, not 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 even an uneasiness, more just like a like you've got the wee headless school kids and all coming at you, and uh, it's just a sort of bit of like, uh, yeah. Well, maybe uneasiness is the word I'm looking for yeah. because it's just you know all the clothes and the prams. And,
0: oh, I I love the uh, like the design of everything. Um,
1: yeah,
0: it's just uh, at no point have I felt scared. Yeah, which is no, I agree. Say. There
1: was. That.
2: Yeah, especially for uh, Tango and Mikami and all, but
0: which know, uh, you are right. Resident Evil, well, I haven't finished it yet, so maybe something will get me. Like Resident Evil 4, the the part with the you-know-what you part, scared <laughs> the shit yeah. out of me. Wait, the fucking, um, oh, what do you call them? The Spiky Boys?
2: Oh, wait, hang on. Do you mean Spiky Boys? Where are you in Resident Evil 4?
0: Oh, I finished Resident Evil
2: 4. Oh, you finished Resident Evil 4? so when you mean the spiky boys, do you mean the
0: yes that, especially <laughs> that first part where you're like right, uh, here's this thing uh, but you, you need to turn off the lights sorry, because uh, you need the power uh, over here uh, and then, now that. here's two more of them <laughs> plus you can't kill them yet yep, you, you don't generators. know <laughs> you fucking literally do not have the means to kill the bastards
2: the way they introduced them in that remake was amazing I know we're off topic a wee bit, but that, the the way they introduced them was fantastic. You see one running in the background, and I, as soon as I heard the noise, I went, oh, shit, I don't have my gun. Uh, How do I fight this thing? I don't even
0: remember them being particularly scary in the original. Uh, the yeah, original I wasn't really They, scary.
2: Moved. they yeah. moved so slow they move like a fucking speed demon in that remake. It's like, shit, I don't have a chance to shoot at you yet.
0: It does that part. Like, it was really effective of of getting the horror across and, and making a player feel fear is um, take your weapons away or take your ability to fight away, basically. Um, you can't kill these things. Plus, here here's a task that you have to do while these things are trying to kill you. <laughs> yep. And that's just... Panic inducing in a good way. Oh
2: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: It's, it's a good panic. <laughs> um, like right, game news. Hmm. The ton of Nintendo shit. Um, none of
2: it good. They've They've been busy, boys.
0: Aye. Um. Mm. It's It's kind of like. uh the Tears of the Kingdom is coming out, so we'll just be dicks for a while. Yeah. But, but I guess, uh, like, most of this stuff has started a good while ago. Um, What's well, the first one? So, th- do you mind that guy that, and um, uh, maybe some of these people sort of, ugh, nobody to blame but themselves for even trying this shit. Um, I think he was selling, uh, last year, he was selling modded stuff to play Pirate of Games, basically. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, Gary Bowser. Yes. <laughs> was that guy, was his actual guy's name. Appropriately named. <laughs> yep. Um, but like, all right, he got caught. Um, he pleaded guilty. He got sentenced to forty months in prison. Mm. Uh, he's been released now due to uh not being a fucking danger to the public, so... <laughs> um Then, um, he got fined 4.5 million dollars.
2: Uh, Nintendo really need that money. This is just a
0: guy? And then yep. another 10 million on top of that to, to settle Nintendo's own lawsuit. He will be paying Nintendo for the rest of his life. Yep, and Nintendo's never getting that back nor do they need it back um
2: did he cost them 4.5 million with his pirated games is that what
1: they're saying
0: no but they're all like oh we had to spend 65 million uh updating hardware and and stuff to deter piracy it's like well you're supposed to do that anyway uh you know so yeah um like, 7-1 uh, was, like, them, like, was it current games he was pirating? I I thought it was, uh like, old-ass games. But either way, that's a fucking overreaction.
2: Yeah, this man is basically paying a billion-dollar company for the rest of his life. And yeah. him, as you say, he's just a dude.
0: They wanted to make an example out of, out of this guy. Oh, 100%. Um, and I don't think, like, uh, no one's, no one's not gonna buy Tears of the Kingdom because uh stuff mm. I like guess, because, you know, people don't care, they want to play the Zelda. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's rough.
2: That's very rough. <laughs>
0: Nintendo do not fuck about um, we had another one. Uh, no, th- this is this is even matter. So, there's this French file file sharing um, service called D Storage. They had been like file sharing is yes. just you can host files. Uh, yeah. And Nintendo had come to them says take these down. These are our games. Um. And they refused and went to court and all that uh and then they appealed and that's failed again because um, it's a decision from like twenty twenty one but then they appealed mm. and they were made to pay uh nine hundred and thirty five thousand five hundred euro in damages
1: Jeez.
0: and the other guy <laughs> fourteen point five million dollars <laughs> that's
2: just makes that so all their money
0: <laughs> um these guys got off white, I guess. Hmm. Um, yeah. And then, like, a, a few weeks ago, we never mentioned this. Uh, and th- this is, again, it's them overreacting and stuff. Someone got their hands on uh, a Zelda art book and put it up on, on, uh, yeah, yeah, on yeah. Discord. Yeah. Which, yes. fair enough. Fuck knows how they got that. And, you know. Leaking things on Discord's working out very well for people recently, so yeah, yeah keep, it, keep, keep, keep that up. <laughs> um, show off to your fucking Discord friends and then get arrested, seems yep. to be the, the thing. Um, but like, so they went to Discord, got it taken down, and they're like, no, no, that's not enough. Who is this person? Uh. <laughs> it's like, fuck me! Jesus Christ, they leaked, they, they leaked art from a game, chill f- your fucking baps. God damn it. It's not like... Uh, it's not like everyone's going to be like... Saw those pictures. So, oh, I don't need to play the game now. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then probably the worst one. Because this is actually... Uh, this is like we've known Nintendo. Don't give a shit about their fans. And we'll sue yeah. the fuck out of you... No matter what you're doing. Um, so a... A modder and streamer called Point Crow. Um, he had been doing a multiplayer mod for Breath of the Wild, uh, with videos and stuff, and he does
2: playthroughs and that. Yeah, I um, actually read the story and I was like, What the fuck? This is madness.
0: And him doing the work to mod the game, uh, mm-hmm. and modding's not illegal, it's just nope, not, it is
2: not, it's
0: not, um. Now, basically, the f- that should fall under fair use because he's done enough work to change the original material to be something new, which he has done, and he's saying everything he's done falls within Nintendo's content guideline policies, their own rules for streaming their stupid fucking games. Um... But they have hit him with, uh, takedown and copyright claims on YouTube, which, uh, you know, basically that's how this guy makes a living. Yeah. Um. <sighs> so, yeah, they, they block videos, um, on, on the mod and stuff, the, the multiplayer mod. And then, now, and this is coming from the guy Point Chrome himself that he says, also taking down videos that are just straight playthroughs. And it's like, why, why have these gone? Um, and has then said there, there is, um, another streamer called Croton, I guess I'm saying that right, a bunch of their stream, uh, streams were taken down due to, uh, copyright strikes. Um, okay. they, they're getting no information as to why, what the offending thing was, um, just, it's like, uh, ah, copyright removal, your video is gone. Um, and they're saying that all all they were doing was a Zelda challenge one, not modded, just I'm um, gonna, you know what people do with Dark Souls as well, it's like, God oh, yeah. can I beat Dark Souls with a fucking saucepan or whatever? Hmm. Um, but Nintendo's like, nah, that goes... Get, let's you can't do that. Stop having fun.
2: Nintendo's on the warpath now. They've a new, they have a new big game coming out, and that's it. All your attention should be on this new game. Nothing else.
1: Yeah,
0: well, my uh, I'm probably not gonna get Tears of the Kingdom.
2: I'm gonna let you in on a secret. Yeah, I know you're not gonna. <laughs> I've never bought any Zelda games. You've never played a <laughs> Zelda
0: game. Uh, I Lord, have played.
2: I have played I've never Oh,
0: watched. right. Okay, fair enough. Um <laughs> maybe shouldn't say that so loud.
2: I was going to say we better be careful we'd we'll be taken down because we were anti zelda
0: <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's it's not even a a case of me like, "Oh, I don't want to play this because of some morality." It's just for some reason Tears of the Kingdom just hasn't Excited me much? <laughs> like, like, it being very, very directly a sequel to Breath of the Wild, which is not something that usually happens. It's usually every Zelda game's a complete reinvention. Mm. Maybe that's I'm, a bit of a strong, but there's usually a gimmick, and it tells the same story, and they're different enough. Mm. Oh, they're, oh, I'll stick with that. This is pretty uh, reinvention. And the last one, this, this feels like a... Is this... Is this uh, Breath of Wild's Majora's Mask?
2: I was about to say there was two of them on the N sixty four that were linked. Mm. Wasn't yeah, that, that's
0: well, that's the other example of like, yeah, this is this is pretty much the, the same situation as Majora's Mask,
2: which. Oh, well, weren't weren't those two N sixty four games? They were very, they were different enough that you could differentiate them though, because like. I, I mean, Maj-
1: <sighs>
0: Majora's Mask had this whole like countdown timer, which bad fucking idea to put something like that and you know the, the moon was coming and you had oh, a, yeah, a yeah. finite amount of time to finish the game uh, or the moon would fuck your shit up um, and that's oh, yeah, the, the the, and... Uh, that, that stuff seems good on paper but I hate that sort of shit you know you put a ticking timer that, that's in real time ticking down it's like I, 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 I want to play this game at my own pace would you leave me be Mm. it's like you can fake it you know we're all used used to like being in open world games where like impending doom is coming but we're off collecting fucking feathers or some shit
1: yeah
2: (laughs) 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 yep
0: um yeah I mean like Breath of the Wild is is great um but this one looks to be going uh, like really into the more building side of it and less of the adventure discovery like the the Zelda stuff um mm. you know it's all well I guess that that's probably not not that accurate either because you're still gonna meet adventure and and stuff but it's like you can do all sorts of, sh- like, Minecraft-style fucking building shit in this one. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if I'd be arsed with it. It's like, can you still yeah. play it fine with without having to build spaceships? Who knows? And the thing that did annoy me was the weapons had health.
2: Oh. No. No, no, no. <laughs>
0: so you're, like, carrying, like, 15 swords at all times. Fuck,
2: no. Why do that? Especially in an RPG or something? I don't know. Uh no idea.
0: Yeah, it's the, Nintendo's crazy week of... Mm. Well, it's not been a week. They've been at this forever. Remember the guy who just made music based on uh, um, Metroid Prime stuff?
2: Oh, yeah. And they're all like, no. Yeah. <laughs> stop, you, stop you paying tribute to our games.
0: Uh, we have another example of a publisher being shit. This one you were just praising as well, EA. Uh, yeah, I know. So <laughs> this is weird. American McGee. Uh, he makes games, apparently. Um,
2: he, he, he done a few things, eh? Uh,
0: mostly just that Alice series. So you had Alice, American McGee's Alice, and then Alice Madness Returns. Um, I always remember seeing American McGee's Alice. Did that come out on anything but PC?
2: Uh, uh, I don't think so. At least not at the time anyway. It may have been ported since the few things, but...
0: Oh, I was I was looking into this. You can't get that game.
2: Oh, you can't get it anymore?
0: No, it's not one of those games. It's just lost. Um, They I meant we, we were talking about one last week as well. It's like a game that you just won't be able to buy anymore because it's gone. Because of rights. What was that?
2: Ah, uh, oh,
0: was that shitty one?
2: Ah, uh, the Quantum Break thing? Yeah.
0: Uh, did, Alpha Protocol? Do you Did you ever play that? 360, PlayStation 3, uh,
2: Spy RPG? I remember the name, but I don't think I ever played
0: it. Yeah, really cool game. Bit, bit janky, bit buggy, but like... Did a really good job of making turning like James Bond or Jason Bourne time style spy shit into a like Bioware esque RPG, um. And you just get you can't get that anymore. Music rights, it's gone. Can't, it can't be sold. It's it's very very stupid. Um. Yeah, Xbox 360, PlayStation 3. Yeah, so back in the day, it was only uh, on PC back in 2000 when it came out. And I remember seeing the box for it and being like, yeah, that that looks cool. Um, But never actually played it.
1: Hmm.
0: And that's, uh, it always struck me weird seeing American McGee's Alice and you're like, who the fuck is American McGee and why is his name on this box?
2: Yeah, uh, what was the big deal about American McGee's, Alice? Because
0: uh, you don't tend to get people's names on box boxes unless they've already done something. Yes. Um, I'm not entirely sure what this guy did, except work at id for a while.
2: Yeah, he done, he done a wee few odd jobs at id. Uh, he it, claims he had a, a huge inspiration on the original Quake
0: is is, car- is is he anything like uh do you ever hear that guy tommy tallarico a fucking maniac uh,
2: is that that guy who claims he done a whole bunch of shit and he actually done fuck all uh
0: and he claims he he owns the you know the the roblox oof sound
2: yes oof. yes says yep. he owns
0: that um yeah, he says a lot of stuff, and it may turn out that he—it was actually someone else that worked for him who did all that stuff. Uh, and he's—he's he, he's a bit—he's a bit fucking. he he's definitely one of those, you know, the rock star game yeah. dev. Fucking. Well,
2: I—I I know that he, but American McGee, uh, claims he had a massive influence over the original Quake, and Carmack and Romero will tell you very fucking different. <laughs> who the fuck's this guy? <laughs> did we hire this guy? What did he do? Coffee, I think that was his job. But no, I'm pretty sure he was a. He had like a wee internship at Id, and he obviously uh, done a bit of art or something. And I think he had, in all honesty, I think he had a a, a hand in designing one or two of Quake's enemies. He did not influence Quake in the way he did. But obviously, back in these days, there was no internet and things you know where you could you know verify all this. So maybe that's how he got around it, where he was all, oh I I, I helped make Doom and Quick and all you can I, I used to work at Ed and you know, take, make a phone call. Did American McGee used to work for you? Oh, oh I did. It. all right, fuck it. Right. Let's get this guy making whatever he wants and we'll have his name on the game. It's the only way I can think of it.
0: Yeah. He got fired from Quick. He, fi- <laughs> he, got, he got fired from Ed. But um there's someone else that worked there says it was because another guy, I don't know, Tim Tim Willits, th- this is, I'm reading off Wikipedia here, Tim Willits, uh, who's, um, he, he was a level designer.
2: Um, yeah, Tim Willits still works at Ed.
0: Yeah, well, apparently he he was giving him, like, bad advice on level design and sending him off to John Carmack, who would go fucking mad at him. <laughs> and then he got fired. Yeah. <laughs> Th- That's about fucking nuts. Someone should do a, a two hour fucking investigative video essay on that. We need no clip <laughs> Delve into that fucking
2: Oh shit no, Tim Waltz doesn't work it out anymore. Does he not? Guess what guess what the last game Tim Waltz worked on?
0: Oh god, what?
2: Evil fucking dead. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what, he, he's working for Sabre now, and apparently now he's working on that new Space Marine. So yeah, bullets to me seems like his head's on his fucking shoulders.
0: <laughs> he's always slapable, face, eh?
1: He does. He does. <laughs> but maybe,
2: maybe I think, maybe he's seen this guy's eccentric nature and thought, I have to get rid of this guy. Ah, right, here's a good level, show that to Mr. Carmack.
1: <laughs> um...
2: I could Carmack going mad, <laughs>
0: Oh he worked on Rage too. Fuck this guy. <laughs> Who
2: Wallets or uh, McGee?
0: Tim Willets. <laughs> uh right, uh so what were we talking yeah, American McGee. So so he's made two games, they have a call following. Yep. We know we know this much. Um like if you look up if you put any stock into Steam, um Alice Madness returns It is, um, I'm pretty sure it's very positive. Mm. It is. Um, And it, it, uh, yeah, it looks alright. It's like, you know, a dark take on Alice in Wonderland, all very gothy, slashery type stuff, um, and it's basically a 3D platformer. Um, And they wanted to make another one. Now EA, for for some fucking reason, Owns the, the just owns the idea, owns the franchise of Alice, American McGee's Alice, owned by EA. Um, and he pitched a an idea for Alice Asylum, um, and started a Patreon around this, which is a really like if you consider that he started a Patreon to raise money to make a pitch to EA. Hmm. Is that not... mad? <laughs> like, like yeah. how fucked up is that? um
2: you can't just go to your bosses and go, hey, I'd like to make a sequel uh, to one of my games? I
0: don't... He wasn't working at EA, right? So no, he, no. He, he has his studio spicy horse. But why can't... Like, how much money does it cost for you to, to pitch on? Um, yeah. But, but you have to do a Patreon. But that's beside the point, so EA has basically just went, nah, uh, but we're not, we're gonna gonna keep the the rights, but nah. It's like, why couldn't they just go uh, work away? It's like, I don't know if he was asking EA for money, it didn't seem like it was starting Patreons, but I was like, it's, I think all he wanted out of them was, gone, let me uh, make another game in the series, I created... Yep, And they were like, nah, no, we don't want to. I it's <laughs> like, are you doing something? Nah. we just got to sit on here. <laughs> like, how fucking
2: dickish is that? The only thing I can think of is maybe they're because obviously they wouldn't need him if they're doing like a, a remaster or something and they don't want him to know. Maybe maybe they have plans to remaster these two games or something. The, or like, the go, first one? God stop or the first two maybe and they're like God, stop fucking asking us to make something we're in the middle of something here and we can't tell you because you'll obviously go blabbing or something uh, I, don't, I
0: don't know it seems like
2: it just makes like you said it makes no sense because all they would be doing would be publishing it they don't like if if he made this game and he brought it to them and they went no that looks shite we're not publishing that that's fine they haven't lost a penny you know
0: it, it seems real fucking like Real dickhead shit. Mm. Just say nah. So, yeah, he's just retired. (laughs) No. He's like, I'm done with games. Fuck this.
2: Tim Willett and EA have just crushed his game making
1: spirit.
0: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Um, I will point out that I, I downloaded Alice Madness Returns to try and give it a go. Uh, and it crashed on PC. Yep. Make of that what you will. No, I won't try yep. it again. <laughs>
2: Maybe that's why EA told them no. Just crashing
0: everyone's PCs.
2: Someone had tried to play it a couple of days ago and their PC was now ruined and they are like, fuck you. <laughs> I'm not letting you do anything.
0: Here's the thing I don't get. Um... Alice in Wonderland.
2: Yeah, true. I know what
0: you're going. That's Royalty free, right? That's... That is public, public domain. domain. Yes. What the fuck's the problem? Change it a bit and go for it.
2: Yeah. Like... Like, uh, you're, you're um...
0: Call it a spiritual sequel.
1: Woo.
2: Yeah, do something like that. That's, that's what I was looking for, spiritual successor. Why not just do something like that?
1: Mm. Hmm. That's
2: a good point, because... See, uh, C- C- see, Lewis is obviously that's well over fucking royalty-free shit. Oh, now,
0: so. long dead. Mm. The big fucking weirdo.
2: <laughs> yes, he was.
0: Um, moving on. Uh, Sega bot Angry
2: Birds for six hundred twenty odd million. because
0: they think it's two thousand and five. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm telling you, them boys were always sitting and minding their own business. Goes, oh, that's us done. No, the Angry Birds is no more, and nobody gives a shit about us. And then saying, go oh, here, here's loads of money. And they went, fuck,
1: yes, we're sorted.
2: I mean, remember,
0: like, a couple of months ago, they removed the original Angry Birds because it was hurting their current games? Yeah. Which is a bit crazy. Yep. Um,. So yeah, they obviously haven't had a hit like Angry Birds. I mean, this thing spawned movies, movies. Um, so, TV shows. So Fucking maybe there's something there.
2: But I, I, uh, I don't know if the movies made a made a revenue. No, I think they cost more. <laughs> they cost more than they made. So uh, they? I'm pretty. I, I think they did. I don't think they actually made money at all.
0: And then we have all the, uh. What fucking passes for an arcade these days? In the mm. bowling alley where they just put phone games on big yeah. screens.
2: God! That, that, I'm that. glad I'm not the only one that's noticed that shit.
0: It's fucking awful. Yep. Why can't we have an arcade?
2: i was just talking to about right off topic here i was fucking inches away the other day from buying an arcade machine
0: oh that's a labor of love there uh here nah, they're they're very fucking finickety
2: no oh, i know but how cool would it have been to own an arcade machine well, oh it, uh, it would be cool
0: like are you talking full-on like cvs2 boards type I'm thing talking, like proper not not like a raspberry pi in a big arcade cabinet like a, a f- proper the games are these boards
2: I, type thing. I do not i won't lie i don't know it was one of those arcade machines it was a capcom special it had 12 games in it
0: right right
2: but it had the you know the proper fucking you know the the arcade sticks and the screen and the build and i was so close to buying one was house. it a crt screen Oh, aye. there's
0: another nightmare Probably.
2: for you to do this. i know i know i know but i was so close man i was like fuck this would be so imagine this in my fucking house and then i thought wait a minute yeah imagine this in my house where the fuck am i putting this thing a Living room kitchen <laughs> Put in the kitchen do you know what i was actually thinking i know we've gone off topic here folks i'm sorry i was actually thinking underneath my stairs. how cool would that be yeah you walk into my house and then look under my stairs, and there's me sitting playing Street Fighter Two Turbo. Give into your impulses more, and well, that's why I bought a motorcycle jacket instead. I know I'm <laughs> such a dick. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, so Sega's bought bought this crowd. And they are uh, looking to do more mobile stuff, which I already thought Sega done a pile of mobile stuff. Mm. Uh, which okay, fair enough.
2: I'm guessing the Angry Birds guys are well happy about this, though, because like as we were said, we haven't heard anything decent about them in a long time.
0: Someone's just got themselves six hundred and twenty-five million. So, aye. <laughs> aye, aye. Um,
2: this so, next story's
0: bad, but <laughs> with all the stuff that's been happening around Konami, <laughs> with can get and any worse, could it? <laughs> rumors, like, well, it, it seemed to be like maybe things were looking up it was like maybe games were being made no not directly themselves but they were allowing people to do stuff with their ips and then some guy tried to fucking murder someone yep a 41 year old konami employee was arrested under suspicion of attempted murder after attacking their former boss with a fire extinguisher
2: while at work i thought it was a fire extinguisher (laughs) i knew it was something like i thought it was like a, a I thought it was an award he went down with a fire extinguisher. <laughs> Konami don't
0: have no awards.
2: <laughs> true, true, true. They'd be getting into the old cupboards for those. <laughs> but, I Tried to murder his boss.
0: Yeah. What do all them people even do at Konami? That's what I was wondering. Make Yu-Gi-Oh cards, I guess. <laughs> NFTs. I'm watching their thing last year. It was around the E3 time. And we were like, oh, maybe we'll do something. They're making a big song and dance about putting on a show. And it was just all phone game shit and Yu-Gi-Oh shit. And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? And then it took an hour or six months to get actual site so news. And they disappointed us all.
2: <laughs> well, it was Make a mix th- team. God damn it. I
0: call it a mixed bag. That new oh, one yeah. looks promising.
2: We're still waiting on some news from that. That that, that wouldn't have had me way more excited than the remake.
0: Although I wouldn't be surprised if we never fucking heard from that again as well. Yeah, they're still <laughs> that. Yeah. Yeah, they're all trying to murder each other over there, yeah, so that's that, that's that. that's how things are going at Konami. Um I suppose we'll skip to the other Konami thing. Um instead of leaving mm. it to the end. Um so Donna Burke, who is the voice of the song, that's a weird way of saying that she did vocals for Snake Eater. Yeah. Uh, You know the tune, you're climbing up a big ladder. Yeah. And it's all like, what a thrill. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that
2: so is the biggest ladder in the world.
0: Biggest ladder in gaming. It's very Kojima, right. isn't it? Like, up a fucking very, ladder, until, yep. until I play the song that we got done. And you will listen to it.
2: Yep, you have no choice.
0: It's good, though. It is good.
2: Uh. <laughs> and Donna you're on your good, good singer. If you're on your third or fourth playthrough, you'd be like, "Fuck sake. <laughs> That's right. I
0: think if you like Snake Eater enough to play three or four times, it's going to pop you. Yeah, true. <laughs> So like there, there's been rumors swirling for ages about a remake, and she's been tweeting stuff, and she she tw- tweeted out saying recording in progress, and it's a picture of her sitting. I don't even know what she is. It's some weird pouch thing with a cat on it, and it says Snake Eater, and you're like, uh, you just just mm. just giving the the game away there? <laughs> and if so, well, I don't have any follow up there. Yeah.
2: I don't know whether maybe this is just something she has on her, or, or this is a d- d- deliberate hint, or maybe Konami's making another pachinko machine again. Maybe that's what did
0: uh, Mindy did that. Oh, that,
2: people that was were fun. furious. They
0: remastered a bunch of stuff from the game, and it's like, it's for a pachinko machine. Uh, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, the, there's there's been pictures of her like the people she's working with she's put up and and people are are saying hey look in the background it's it's a it's a sheet with the lyrics from snake eaters theme on there um they they haven't been taken down or anything um like like our tweets you know konami hasn't come in and said stop that
2: yeah and let's be honest but. to me there is something behind this because she hasn't tweeted anything since she hasn't been told to take it down you know she hasn't said oh for anyone asking yeah this is what I'm doing you know so I I reckon this is is a wee hint
0: it's probably what she's doing she's recording new vocals for, for this game I mean like or or
2: is Konami planning some type of live music show
0: I think she just pretty much does that anyway.
2: <laughs> oh, does she do that? Okay.
0: Yeah, I've seen her do, like, performances of, of Snake Eater. Um. Yeah. but uh, Like, <laughs> if it's not happening, then she's going to look very... Yep. Like, like a bit of a dick.
2: <laughs> Prepare for angry... Forget angry birds, you'll get angry nerds.
0: Uh, you don't want that. <laughs> um yeah i'd i'd play i'd play a remake of of metal gear three three sure
1: yeah
2: i enjoyed three i feel like i let myself down in three because i was at that age where i would come home from the bar and play video games when i was drunk and i remember waking up one morning and going how the fuck did i get here in metal gear and i had done like four hours of gaming the night before and I had beaten the big tank and everything and I do not remember fighting it and I was like (laughs) shit I have skipped a lot of this game fuck I never got around to playing it again so yeah Metal Gear 3 playing through a game would be like the first time for me actually Hmm.
0: Capcom removed ray tracing from Resident Evil 2 and 3
2: very quietly
0: just sort of sneaked it out there
2: Um, yep People noticed,
0: uh, and they're all like, "Ah, oh, we're aware of the ongoing issue with ray tracing option not appearing in graphics preset. We'll have it addressed in the future update. Apologize for any inconvenience." I wonder There's why
2: no caused though. Not really. The game still plays brilliantly without ray tracing. Yeah,
0: I mean, I don't give a shit about ray tracing.
2: No, like if you if you've Turn out, if you're sitting at home and you're like, "I'm not playing Ray'sy two anymore because you took my ray trace away," then you're a fucking idiot, because ray tracing makes no difference in that game or three. So, I can understand why p- people are going, "Why have you done this?" But people kicking up a stink about it, go and wind your fucking neck. up.
0: I've never seen ray tracing in them. Is it? Is it just nothing special about
2: it? Yeah, well, in two, you only notice it when you're outside, really. Right. And. In 3, I don't think I've even tried 3 on my PS5. Because I played through 3 like a billion times, and I thought, right, as cool as this is, I don't need to play this again for a while, so I haven't even looked at 3 yet.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I don't really, like, ray tracing is good for reflections and stuff, but that's...
2: Well, yeah, just I, going back a, a bit here. Uh, do you play with the ray tracing on in Ghostware? Because that's actually one game where you do notice it because you're inside uh, a lot.
0: I did turn it off or on at the start, and it, it's like it. It's really cool the part where you are walking towards the hospital at the start, mm. and all the neon and it's just being reflected in the ground, and you're like, wow, that looks really cool. I think once that. It's done for the sake of frames. You can just turn it on. Oh, yeah. oh, oh yeah, because like how how for how long are you gonna be impressed by a reflection in a puddle? Mm,
1: true. Or
0: were are you gonna get to the point where it's like I'm collecting spirits um, and I'm just sprinting past everything? Yeah. Which is inevitably where you're gonna end up. I guess that uh, you know some people really like it, like the light and stuff. Like that, that, uh, that, that new cyberpunk path tracing looks really fucking impressive. But again, I don't know how much I'd, um, it, you know, how much of would add. like, like, other than knowing it's there and looking at the results of it and going, wow, that's impressive. Mm. But then when I'm actually just playing the game, it's not really having much impact on me. valid point. Um, yeah, I wonder why they removed it though. Uh, I guess maybe it was maybe they did find uh you yeah, know they that that's probably that's probably the thing in my small sense is like they found some someone that fucking fries a graphics card or, or or something. They're like, no, we need to take this down before we kill people's uh PCs. Mm. Um so Yeah, uh, I, I guess I guess uh they'll work on it and bring it back. I'm, I'm, I suspect they're, they're probably like, oh, well, we'll quietly remove this because I bet barely anyone uses it. And they're like, nah, maybe no one will notice. And then people noticed and they're like, ah, shit I guess we better. We're, we're going to have to do the work now. Yeah. <laughs> I bet they were hoping no one would notice. <laughs> uh, but yeah, people overact to things. I need my reflections. I want to look in this mirror. I want to wanna look in these puddles. Remember everyone freaked out about the Spider Man puddle? fucking puddle gate oh yeah it's like jesus christ if they hadn't uh, pointed it out you wouldn't have noticed shut up um yeah speaking of uh, like ghostwire again uh like a year in after release they've added that uh do new de novo uh drm anti-piracy pish um Mm -hmm. i wonder is that impacting the performance on xbox you wouldn't need it on xbox no, you would. That'd wouldn't. be just PC. But yeah, they the, they stuck the novo in there. I don't know why, uh, especially like it's like if you want to pirate a copy of Ghostwire on PC, it's out there already. So I don't know what this is. Yeah. Supposed to do, um, and like the is so shit because the the reason it's so controversial is it um it takes up um CPU resource. Like it's it's ah. having an impact on performance. And
2: explain a few things then.
0: It lasts about a week before hackers get around it anyway, so I don't know yeah. I don't know why it fucking exists. Um it's a pain in the arse every time it gets added to stuff. Uh it looks like it's that's gonna be Bethesda going forward is going to have this shit in it's gonna be in Redfall. Um which I will always point out, is going to be 30 frames a second on console mm. to start with.
2: Even the it, current gen?
0: Yeah. I think, it's only, I think it's only on current gen. Um, yeah, it's Oof. on Series X. So they're locking that down to 30 frames and putting de novo on that on PC. Um, that, That's becoming more common. I don't like it. I don't... Mm. I don't think we've I don't think these consoles are old enough to be no. at to be at that shit. And it's kind of like ah uh, we we have got to the point where we're not making stuff for two generations now. So uh yeah, 30 frames is plenty on the consoles. It's like I'd rather you go back to making stuff on last year as long as it's 60 on this. I gen. Agreed? <laughs> um yeah, frame rate's the most important thing. And then, speaking of this is a fucking run of segues I'm on. Speaking of Bethesda, <laughs> absolute shit ton of Bethesda games going up on uh, or have been going up on the PlayStation Plus Premium. Um,
1: Pretty
2: much their whole library.
0: So we've got Doom Eternal. Uh, on this is the extra. Extra. Aye. Uh, Doom Eternal, Wolfenstein: Old Blood, uh, New Colossus, Evil Within. Um, no, no, two thousand sixteen Doom.
2: I think it's already on it. All oh, right, so it's already. on right. not been That, out is, that explains. it. It's, yeah, it's already
0: is, there. Is Evil Within two still there, or or already there?
2: I think it is. I
0: right. Um, and then in the classic catalog, you get Doom, Doom 2, Doom 64, Doom 3, and Dishonored Definitive Edition. Um, that's the more expensive one, I want to say. Why is the more expensive one, like, why is Dishonored in there? It feels like Mm. they got this whole thing backwards, but whatever. Um, yeah. Considering how much... Stink Sony's making about uh, Microsoft buying Activision Hi It seems like this is (laughs) Microsoft being like Yeah put all this Bethesda stuff on there So you don't have a leg to stand on
2: That is a good tactic though It goes to show Oh look but we own these studios And we're even letting them play them for free On their services
1: Hmm
0: but you're not going to get any more like is any more Bethesda stuff going to come to playstation?
2: I don't think so like
0: Redfall's not nope is that or Orth- Starfield um the next Elder Scrolls yeah all he knows where we where we'll be Um. by the time we get there maybe Game Pass will be on playstation somehow
2: Maybe. Maybe. I think that'd be one of the best things they could do.
0: Then everyone can shut the fuck up. Yep. About consoles. Um. Uh, finishing up here, Super Mario Bros. movie is the biggest video game adaption of all time. Yep. Got the most money. It beat Warcraft. The fact that Warcraft was the biggest before that is real fucking bad. <laughs> Uh, I haven't seen it.
2: Not yet. Uh, I do fancy seeing it though, but I'll probably wait till it's not in the cinema because I don't fancy going to a cinema surrounded by Wayans.
0: Some, well, I think you'd be mostly surrounded by people your own age because I think that is mostly the people seeing this and that's why it's grossing so much.
2: Alright, right, okay. (laughs)
0: Um, I know Wayans do good numbers, but I think this is getting Wayans and adults alike. Um...
2: Apparently it is very good. I've heard, everyone is saying Jack is your...
0: I've heard mixed things. Um I felt right, so it, it seems like critics just got it completely wrong. They've just been right. talking out their hole. Because uh, it's like got it's one of those ones where it's like a really bad critic score. But then if you ask people to actually like just went and watched the film, uh, which are usually, you know, are probably gonna be Mario fans, they're mm-hmm. gen. Genre, g- generally happy with it, um, but then you're seeing some people saying it's a bit soulless um, and just a big like 90 minute Super Mario advert, which yeah, that was kind of the point yeah,
2: that's what I was thinking, <laughs> what else would I expect
0: <laughs> if you want a film that takes the concept and gets a bit crazy with it, and does something a bit different, well I have a film for you
1: <laughs> it's called
0: the Super Mario rollers movie starring Bob Hoskins and that yeah. that fucking that swings for the fences
2: that does swing for the fences
0: you want a film that took some artistic license there you go go watch that
2: Fucking Dennis Hopper as Bowser <laughs> with his fucking bazooka
0: inspired cast definitely um yeah well there you go Mario beats Sonic yet again <laughs>
2: You love getting that line in, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I I must have did Sonic's both films. Oh, I couldn't tell you uh... because it'd be funny if one Mario film beats of Sonic's. Uh,
2: let me let me check. So the first film, <laughs> the first film made three hundred twenty million. Not quite, not quite there. And the second film. <laughs>
0: I guess that maybe 405 million. Yeah, yeah. So ways ago, it could get there.
2: It it's, could get there, and then you've got this whole. I don't understand what this is about, but they've announced that this Knuckles show is going to be separate. Oh yeah. And third columns. They're
0: already ripping the hole out of it. Eh?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Why not? Um. Yeah. Oh, well, you can say this. Sonic opened this door. Uh,
2: he kind of did. I Despite
0: suppose. Warcraft being like four hundred thirty-nine million, it made. Um, it was it was Sonic that that, that uh, got people taking this seriously. I think because Sonic managed to do it with uh, a good reception. Whereas, yeah,
2: I genuinely did like both those Sonic films. You know,
0: I'm not sure if Warcraft the movie. Yeah, did... it,
2: Well, it didn't get a sequel and no one ever talks about it anymore, so I guess that tells you all you need <sighs> to know.
0: Or maybe it was just really expensive.
2: I think it actually was crazy expensive. Oh, you're getting me looking into all this shit now. Hang on. <laughs> ah, fuck, hang on. Hang on. Put some hold music in there or something. Uh, we'll figure this out. Right, here we go. Right. So the budget for it was $160 million And it yeah, made four.
0: It made its money back then.
2: It did make its money back. It didn't make a ton of money, but it made its money back. And I suppose for. No, 2016. That's actually not that long ago. What am I talking about? But. Uh,
1: it
2: made, about, made about $300 mil. but Mario was kicking ass in that department anyway
1: hmm
0: right um that was a lot of game stuff and we have to get into wrestling still yep uh all right let's just start off about the like right so this is all rumors
2: a rumor no
0: CM bonk's coming back to Mm -hmm. aw it'll be in june right um they're gonna do a two-hour show on saturday when I say this out loud, it sounds fucking ridiculous. Hmm. Um, and there's going to be a roster split, and he will sort of headline the Saturday show as far away from the Elite as you p- can possibly
2: get him. <laughs> ah, so the Elite will be on Dynamite, and he'll be on... Is it still going to be Rampage? Uh,
0: well, no, this is a, This would be a
2: new show. Oh, right, so wait, Rampage is still going to exist as well?
0: I guess, for Fuck some damn. reason. Um... And there's also rumors rumor that's like, it's Jericho he'll be working with at, at first. Um,
2: Wait, wasn't Jericho the guy that told him to get the fuck out of the locker room and never yeah, come back?
0: Yeah, he also called him a liar and a stooge. But, um...
2: <laughs> stooge.
0: But I guess Jericho's just the bigger man there. I yeah. was like, right, okay, but let's do this and we can be very successful with it. Um, mm. Whereas, again, rumors say... Uh, from, if you want to call them journalists, I guess. But, um, yeah, Punk has said he misses wrestling and and wants to come back and is willing to work with the elite. I do not think the elite is willing to work with with Punk, though.
2: No. I would be very surprised.
1: Hmm.
0: Also, isn't making a second show on Saturday night, uh, two hours long, a really shit idea like mm. just this is like Thursday night thunder levels of stupid
2: yeah it, wait when when so raw's obviously mondays when smackdown
0: smackdown's on a friday
2: oh it's on a friday so it wouldn't be colliding with anything no but it's a saturday it's night another, it's a saturday night which isn't,
0: isn't great not a good idea we don't have those at the minute for a good reason yeah, but what again, it depends what 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 ratings are expected or if yeah. those matter at all. But I wouldn't be too in, into the idea. No, of, of a the the thing that gets me is like I don't want a roster split. I hate that shit because like yeah. does that mean you have a title for each show? I think that cheapens the titles because yep. like, what well, we say we're two brands, but it's like, you're not really. It's one fucking promotion. Uh, and you should have one fucking champion. Yeah. Um. I just think that works better. Because then what do you do I, with fucking pay-per-views?
2: Yeah. I I'll be honest, I never liked the idea of this roster split idea. It's no. just, the, the
0: best thing that WWE has done is like ha, the Roman Reigns stuff where he got both titles and has just been the monster champion of everything mm-hmm. for the past fucking thousand days so you know maybe brand split shit doesn't isn't great
2: no and in all honesty like i don't know about you but i think i have just the right amount of wrestling per week i don't know <laughs> if i could take another two fucking hours
0: yeah i don't need two hours uh or two hours especially when an hour of that wrestling is spotty at best yeah so what are we going to do with a whole two-hour show? Yeah, if you're
2: struggling with a rampage, how the fuck are you going to do a two-hour show like?
0: And we just sit and watch CM Punk wank off his own ego on his yeah. show? So yeah, what, what, would, what are we fucking doing here? <laughs> what the fuck are we doing?
2: Um, Let's pray this is just a rumor and it's not, not happening. Yeah.
0: Uh, I think that the Punk coming back has definitely happened, though.
2: Yeah, I could live with that part, but not another two-hour show.
0: Yeah, I just think that's a... That, like, you just remember, like, that was, that was the start of the downfall for WCW. Yep. Was, was doing Thunder.
2: Yep. Um, and I'm sure Tony Giovanni is sitting there looking at Tony Khan going, Don't fucking do this. I've been down this shit road before.
0: Tony Giovanni's in a position of power now. He can get shit done.
2: That's what I'm saying. He's probably looking at him going, Don't fucking do it. <laughs> Plus, that means you're asking because if you have a second show who's your commentary team? Are you going to turn around and get Excalibur to do fucking Dark, Dynamite, Rampage and this other two-hour show weekly? Man has to have a life, you know. Probably not.
0: Uh, I doubt oh, they. i doubt just, have him do it uh, again.
2: This will be to keep GRJR happy he can get a, another two-hour show again. Oh god,
0: he couldn't do a two-hour show. I don't. I don't think he he could. I don't think he, he. couldn't. I don't
2: think he's happy. He's off dynamite. Like
0: it doesn't matter if he's happy. I just don't think he'd be physically capable of doing it. Mm. Like he struggles with an hour. Yeah. Did you say, like on on rampage this week? There's a part where like Tony Schiavone straight up asks him, "Are you okay?" <laughs>
2: yeah. Yep.
0: Can't remember what I match it was during the entrance. So he was like, "I've lost my train of thought." It's like, "Yeah." God damn it. We're on, TV here. Could.
2: I think it was Spears' entrance.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah on on uh. Dynamite and Rampage this week. Um, the big stuff. Darby had a a match. Um,
2: Bracken match with Swerve.
0: Yeah, really good match against Swerve. These two know each other really well, so it always they was do. gonna be um a good match. Uh this stuff's really working, the 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 four pillars getting the wins and MGF coming out to talk shit to them.
2: Hmm. And they're mm. not just winning against jobbers, they're beating proper big names. Yes, yeah, like, Swerve,
0: Swerve, Swerve Swerve ain't no jobber. Um no, he's a big fucking deal. Uh fucking scary looking poison runner onto the floor
2: though. Oh. <laughs> Was amazing looking, but it was as you say, fucking hell. And yeah. had they been well rehearsed, um, I also
0: like that the uh was sort of just stuck the two like the mogul affiliates and the embassy, embassy. It's now was it?
2: the mogul embassy, mogul
0: embassy. <laughs> that that's that's pretty cool. <clears throat> and yeah that's definitely good for cage, I think especially yep um <clears throat> so the the promo was well no the match was actually fucking fantastic as well um yep, would recommend seeking it out if you haven't seen it, but the promo very good promo from derby um making the statement like i'm I'm leaving this place the same person I came in mm. saying about how this place changes people, the business changes people, and it's changed Max. Uh, But it, not him. Then we got Sting.
2: Yeah.
0: And it came all unnecessary, but I guess it, it was fine. The pom-pom stuff was... I get the point he's making. He the, he is Derby's cheerleader. That's his thing. That's what he does. Hmm. That's his role. Um, it
2: was... It- he was sort of just going. Listen, I, I, I'm, I'm just here for Derby, you know, and I'm kind of glad he wasn't like, you know, like I'm not gonna, as I've said before, I do like Sting. This promo got a bit weird at one stage when just Sting started talking about his own
1: career. Yeah, it's um, like
0: we had the Surfer, the Crow, and yeah. um, Joker. Out there. Don't talk about the Joker stuff, please, for the love of fucking God. Yep,
2: yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad he at least finished it. Going, listen. My day's done. I know that, but yeah. Darby's going to be the fucking future of this company. So I was like, all right, at least he's getting Darby.
0: I, I do Not wish that Darby did he... him, though. No, 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 he didn't. I, I, I wish he put he would have put off over a bit more because he said, like, he points at the title, says, "I can't go for that because my show is coming to an end."
1: Mm.
0: Or he could have went, "I know I can't beat you. You're the champ." Yeah, but he fucking can. Um, yeah,
2: something like that would have been awesome.
0: Yeah, shouting out to fucking Kevin Nash and um uh, <laughs> Rick Flair in the middle Rick of the fucking promo. Uh, and he made the two sweet sound to Rick Flair, which makes no no fucking sense. What what are you asking? Nope. What, what the fuck? Are you <laughs> uh, the,
2: the promo was very good from Derby and you know, all, and obviously mjf just being mjf
0: darby can talk he, he's um, he can. he's he's very different as well the way he, very genuine very yeah. very genuine like you, you believe the shit he says
2: it almost puts you in mind of eddie kingston it's yes just what's yes, coming yes, out of darby's yeah. mouth is just him it's not something he sat and rehearsed in a mirror it's just him going right i gotta talk i will talk yeah
0: he does a sort of like weird gasping thing between so it's a bit weird. So I think I think it was in Botchamania. Someone just cut together, like cut out all the you know the first promo with the four of them in the ring at once. They cut out all the words and it's all just the the gas in between and it's it's very very funny. (laughs) It's it's just him being (gasps) (laughs) 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 calm down Darby. Um yeah, the, the powerhouse uh, just fucking wrecked uh, Silas Young. Yep. Um, I was surprised to see Silas Young on on TV. Um, and then Wardlow beat the fuck out of a shitty looking car. <laughs> mm. That uh, QT. You, you can always tell, you can always tell in AEW there is going to be like a car spot because the car looks like utter shit. Yeah. Yeah, like this thing was ugly. Um, and uh, like I think like they're going for like the lowrider style, and I think like those cars can look really fucking cool. This one did not; it was a bad one of those. Um, yeah. Once you saw that, you knew it was like, yeah, that thing's getting fucking trashed, and Wardo trashes it and is surprisingly good at forklift driving.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> but doesn't know how to put the handbrake on when he's done. Yeah, that was just fine. Like,
0: that, that yeah. just makes him more. But why would he give a fuck about handbrakes? It's like, well, oh, what's he going to do? Hit
2: it again? Oh. Um, actually, I, I, no, because I genuinely thought I was all, that actually just looks class. So I was like, right, I'm done. Don't give a fuck. Uh, I, was, <laughs> I just thought it was pretty funny. I wonder, did he mean to do it or did he sort of do it go, hey, that looks class? Let's keep that in. <laughs> yeah, um.
0: So what? What? What's your thoughts on this? The whole Wardlow Hobbs thing.
2: Um, about losing <sighs> the tooth, aren't we? Well, I, well, uh, like, at first it was Joe, and now it's Hobbs, and it just seems to be Wardlow's always fighting to get his title back.
0: Yeah, it, it's like, ah, uh, you're you're right. The both times is like he's got he's been beat. Uh, maybe yep. there was factors. Um, yep. And then he disappears for a while, and then comes back, and and is all like, I want my title back. Is he going to get sure. it? Does he, does he win? that? That's this week, that's tomorrow night. Um, yeah, that's I can it's, see like, it.
2: it's like, what, really, already? Um, I don't see it. I can see Wardlow getting into a bit of a few <clears> QT. Yeah. That's what all
1: this QTV
2: shit's about. And then Hobbs can go off and do his own thing. Yeah. Not a mastermind. QT's family. always there, a little bit. Nah, i prefer when he was just being a dick. Aye.
0: Nightmare Factory. Just talking shit to everyone.
2: Aye. Uh,
0: I mean, he can still do that.
2: But, yeah, true. Um... I suppose he's trying his best to get other people over, though. Maybe that's what this is about. It's not about him. It's him going, here, we'll do this. We'll see how this works for you, and see if we can get you over with this, because I honestly think this whole thing is just trying to get Aaron Solo recognized, and everyone (laughs) just going, no, we don't care. This
0: is all a vehicle for uh, Aron Solo. I
2: I honestly do believe that, think that's what this is at this stage, because there's no one else getting anything out of it, whereas Aaron Solo's completely changed his, his fucking character now, and he's telling shit jokes and laughing at everything and keeps spraying his mouth with something
0: I. it's so fucking corny and not in a good way like they're going for mm. it it's just like your jokes are kind of not funny uh, who's writing this mm. yep um, especially solo stuff yeah it's like uh, oh, I don't know I don't know the, the word lucha libre it's like mm.
2: that's that's kind of just shit that's just shit Um, I get that they're supposed to be taking the piss out of wrestling journalists hmm. maybe that's what the whole thing is this is how wrestling journalists all talk, they're all fucking idiots maybe well, uh, write some jokes about it then and go with those (laughs) Ryan Nemeth on BTE does the best wrestling jokes fucking yes him just fucking talking to his Vince, dogs. Vince McMahon looks like the Pringles man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Is interviewing the dogs what are, what are you going to Vince McMahon's new mustache? <laughs> yeah, that's how it's fucking done. Um, I forgot to write this down. Uh, Jay White and Juice Robinson call themselves Bullet Club
2: Gold. That's right. Bullet Club Gold. So they are basically Bullet Club Wolfpack. I am up for that. But wasn't that what Kenny in the box
0: were kinda bullet club elite.
1: I guess it all
0: different factions of bullet club now, because you have bullet club impact as well. True. They've heard of Bullet Club, but it's had way more longevity than uh oh, than right. NW yeah. ever had. By um time. nowhere near it never never reached the heights of NW, nope. Um, and it's not at where it was, but it's still big part of wrestling um yep and serves a purpose beyond wrestling is you know it's a way for
2: the thing was about the nwo was the same thing that put it up there it was the same thing that dragged it down and that was all called Hulk hogan. hogan yep
0: <laughs> i think it would have done just as good without hogan
2: i yeah, know... but it was the big thing it was his turn yeah like, oh
0: my God. no 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 but but it was like wasn't it like nwo black and white had gone like fucking everyone was in it and they started the wolf pack stuff yes and then that started to get over really over without hogan
2: without hogan yes and he's all like Uh, (laughs) no he did not like this don't work brother fucking sting was in the that was the big thing when sting joined the the wolf pack that was it it blew up big time something shocking Mm-hmm. And then Hogan was all, no, 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 we'll put it all back together, I've got this great fucking idea, and Vince Russo being a fucking arsehole was "All "All alright, Mr. Hogan, we'll do whatever you say. Is
0: that when he done the thing or he's like, he called him a a big, bold something, and uh, gave him a a fake title?
2: (laughs) That's where the fucking finger poke of doom happened.
0: Oh, Jesus Christ.
2: That's what brought the AWO all, all back together because Nash was meant to be Wolfpack challenging Hogan for the title and then Hogan done the finger poke and everyone was all, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Sorry, off topic. Uh,
0: Buddy Matthews and Cassie had a, a, an excellent match. Fucking blind. Yeah, this and is match. a really, really good episode of Dynamite for for good matches. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the... I don't, it doesn't seem, from the story they were telling, right, I don't think Buddy Matthews was even trying to win this match. Nope. He was just I trying agree. to hurt Cassidy's hand. Mm-hmm. I think Malachi's coming for that title. Oh, shit. And he's going <laughs> to take it off him. But, like, doing the, the stuff like sticking the hand in the turnbuckle and all, uh, just really making a show of it. And he's been, like, like, Orange Cassidy's been doing that in the last couple of matches, selling the hand big time. From yeah, he came he,
2: out with it taped up and everything this time.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, of course he can't do his, his finisher. He does win this with the seatbelt. Uh, the the seatbelt, seat yep. Uh, which Excalibur points out he only uses when he's very desperate.
2: Yep. Because obviously he does land an orange punch, but but he kicks out, because as Excalibur points out, he can't have the same velocity behind the punch because he's hurting. Mm. It's cracking storytelling. Um, it the only is... I can think of, is he going to make like is Malachi gonna to turn into Brody next and go beat the shit out of him for me? <laughs> I
1: think you should, I
0: got that makes sense. It's like alright, go destroy yep. him and then I'll challenge him because as well they know he won't he won't back down from a challenge no matter what. Yep. And they're playing on it. And like this is the stuff House of Black should have been doing all along. It's just like yep. the fucking messing with people's heads and manipulating them. And that's yep. that's how they win shit. Uh. uh I guess you're getting real hype for for your big man on his way back and his new mask and stuff.
1: Yeah!
2: Very excited. <laughs> can't wait for Luchasaurus to come back. He's, he's looking bigger than ever as well. It so was obviously he's been off for a while, so he's probably just been out in the gym, something shocking. I just pity the poor soul of Like, I can't even think who the first person Christian would go after. Yeah. He's gonna want some gold. Maybe he'll go after Hobbs. Well, he did say, wasn't that his thing? He promised Luchasaurus gold. Yeah. Oh, fuck. He wouldn't go after. Him? No. House of Black's gonna get Cassidy. Maybe Hobbes, but that would be heel, heel. Yeah.
0: He doesn't have to get gold. Like, like, uh, like Luchasaurus mm-hmm. is gonna be that. Like, if he's gonna be a heel, he's gonna be the big like monster for people to take down. So he doesn't necessarily. Yeah. You know, like a Lance Archer.
2: Yeah, feel, having having Luchasaurus heel has been definitely the best thing that's been done for him as well. I know he was a tag champ and all, but I think having him when he was on that monster heel run, it was fucking amazing. So it was.
0: Mm. It's good to watch. Um, mm. Trent and Chuck uh, challenged Aussie Open for their uh, IWGP Tag Team titles. Right. Uh, Which, it, it happened on Rampage.
2: Yeah, that was a very good match.
0: It was a very good match, again. Um, Would expect nothing less from these guys. Uh, no. Aussie Oz, Open winning. Um, this was just like, uh, hey, here's a New Japan team with their titles defending on on TV. Yep. Which I guess they're probably contractually obligated to do. <laughs>
1: um,
0: but we got a good match out of it. um we did. Aussie Open are now the New Japan Strong Tag Team title, Champions as well. Ooh! They, so they've got both sets? yeah. Uh, Jeff Hardy came back. He did.
2: How did, did you feel about this?
0: Big ass pop. I he, he, that Hardy music hits. There's you can't even stop yourself. Like it's nah. just it's just goosebumps. <laughs> and then uh, then then. It does. Jeff Hardy does his, dance his way down to the yep. ring. We we do <laughs> we, we do this we we do the stuff, uh, and then you sort of calm down. We're like, right, how long are you gonna last this time? Uh, um. Also, I don't know. Do we want to see Jeff Hardy wrestling in matches and throwing himself off stuff? I don't think
2: we. Maybe do. that's maybe that's why we have this cinematic match planned for his big comeback. Then, yeah.
0: So Matt Hardy challenging the firm to a firm deletion. But
2: mm. You're kind of with, uh, with Hook involved. With Hook involved, someone's going through a bulging. And it's it's at
0: the Hardy compound, so yeah, this will be this will be nuts. Yep.
2: <gasps> oh, what do you call him? I hope he's there again. Who? Senior Benjamin.
0: Oh, definitely,
2: hundred <laughs> percent. Senior Benjamin has to be there.
0: Um. The Elite stuff was good this week oh. as well, um, Brandon Cutler so the, and Michael Nakazawa, so, what, what were you going to say?
2: just going to say, the match itself, even before the, the Madness, I thought this match was just such a cool story. It was, like,
0: again, really good storytelling, Brandon Cutler and Michael Nakazawa. is
2: so fucking good at this, and I've never, I, I, like, Nakazawa was always the guy you had to laugh at, whereas in this, See when he was standing trading elbows with Claudio, I was like, "For fucks' sake, you, you, mad madman!" Uh, <laughs> he looks so small; like they never had a
0: chance. And obviously, oh. they're they're there to get sympathy. Uh but they they made them look good. They made them look yeah. good. They like they, they're standing up to bullies. Um, you know, yeah, you, you had Brandon Cutler stand toe to toe with John Fucking Moxley, uh, mm-hmm. and as you said uh, Michael Nakazawa and Claudio doing the same. And it, it's, it never once felt like it, it was Moxie and Castanoli coming down to their level and being challenged by them. It, it all, it, it, they made it feel like it was Brandon Cutler and Michael Nagasawa going right enough of this shit and digging so deep down it that they just get to that extra level and do their absolute best. And of course it's not enough, it's the fucking Blackpool Combat Club, but they, yep. they made them worry there for a second.
2: Yeah, there was that cool moment when it was Claudio was going for his pile driver, and Nagazawa flipped him. And mm. the fucking crowd goes nuts for this. Because <laughs> so yeah. that because obviously people do love Moxley, but I think he's very he's very well established himself as a heel now. And Nagazawa and Cutler just had the crowd eaten out of their hand too for the slightest we move they were able to finally get in. Yeah. It was brilliant, so it was. Yeah, and great. they were pissing blood, of course.
0: Oh, aye. Aye. Um,
2: looked even worse because he had that mask, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was all sort of being held on his face. Uh,
0: we got then before this match, we had a promo from Kenny uh, from his house where he's talking about uh Don Callis and that. Um, that looking, wouldn't I? oh, the I big gash down his forehead. Um, nice to see that the, the painting him and Callis had commissioned is <laughs> still. Hung proudly up.
2: I caught my eye straight away.
0: Um, but sure, it was a swerve.
1: It was because he's got us good.
0: Because n- he's not at home. He came out to save um, to save Cutler and Nakazawa. He stands on the ramp, and then surprise again. The young bucks are actually here. They go super kicking. Um, you know, I
2: thought it was very cool. Just, just this wee detail got me when each one of them super kicked the it was claudio and Yudo, Yudo mm. went down after one but claudio was still standing so they had to give him a second i was like that's just establishing that claudio was just on that another <laughs> level <laughs> yeah um
0: they end up with moxie alone in the ring and matt jackson gives kenny a screwdriver
2: I was shocked to see that Mox could actually show that he looked a little bit worried. Yeah, I was like holy fuck! I didn't know he could actually do that.
0: <laughs> he just about gets out of there, and we're left with yep. the um, the the image of um, the, screwdriver. the screwdrivers and yeah, the, the turnbuckle, which is really cool. Um, mm. Yeah, the the elite and PCC stuff's been really good. And continues yep. to be really good. Um. There's women's tag match, Tony Storm, Ruby Soho taking on Rio and Sky Blue. Good to see Rio sticking around a bit, um, but yep. this was really just the same thing as last time. You know what happens. Yep. The Heels won, then yep. Jamie Hayter coming for the save, Britt Baker coming for the save. Um, the Heels powder out and, and we're done.
2: And then next week we have a tag match between the Heels and Hater and Britt. And obviously this isn't pittsburgh so you
1: know <laughs>
0: yeah yeah it's gonna be very much uh brett baker country yep um then we finished out rampage with uh another really good match uh jericho keith lee This was brilliant. um can't get used to keith lee and his his gray hair
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh first you have to get used to him and his big cape and then you have to get used to the gray hair <laughs> <laughs> he's always liked a good cape How's
0: he I've I've never seen him rock a cape before? He's definitely a cape guy. Uh um, <laughs> oh, he
1: should
0: say. Yeah, the the This match being set up, we're we're sort of like running two things at once here. So we have Jericho and Cole, um and uh Lee and Swerve. Um Swerve doing like the most obvious like uh, the mysterious masked man wearing Swerve's jacket uh, <laughs> interfere. <laughs> <laughs> Swerve's very fucking conspicuous yep. jacket. Uh hits Keithly to give Jericho the win. Um but then we get uh Adam Cole coming out. Um which Jericho's not too happy about.
2: Nope. Nope. But uh, this will be an interesting rivalry, then. So we're gonna have Cole and Jericho. Which will be very cool. Mm. And obviously, we're gonna continue should, on with the Swerve and Keith Lee stuff. Should be a good match, huh?
0: um, yeah. Which has taken way longer to get to than it really had to. Yeah. Um,
2: but Maybe I guess it was, was up. I don't know.
0: Yeah, uh, I guess it doesn't really matter. Like you, can f- you know. You can argue that uh, the the angle gets cold when you don't do it for a couple of weeks, but like these guys, are professionals, they know how to. Uh, you, you know the the match will deliver. If yeah. there's anything yeah. AEW is good at, is a cold match being a fucking all-time classic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like they can yep. they can do that. Um, just a couple of things in from. Uh, from Rampage, uh, I, I kind of really like the Mark Briscoe thing with him being tricked. <laughs> Did I laugh my arse off? At that? <laughs> tricked into joining the Sanjay dots gang, and <laughs> he's not happy about it at all. <laughs> nope. But yeah, it's it's um it, it's very entertaining. Uh, Ty Valkyrie taking on Amy Sakura. Um, Amy Sakura's is always good you're always getting a good match on her she's very reliable um then we get the whole jade shit at the end uh taya taking the jaded
2: you can definitely see that do you know i think there is a slight difference um taya uses gravity more than jade does i think jade seems to try and almost push people down maybe that's why it just doesn't look right hmm. whereas taya like lets them fall to the ground Jade's almost like got her hands on your back sort of pushing you down maybe that's why it just doesn't look as smooth <coughs> maybe I was watching I was all wonder is there a goddamn difference and that was the only no- thing I noticed uh Whereas it's Ty it's,
0: it's the same moving tie he's just better at it
2: maybe that's simple, all that
0: simple as, as.
1: <laughs>
0: um I lastly show is back he's doing the that 10 thing again which uh don't, don't think we need that I'm I I miss his old music.
2: Yeah, his old music was class.
0: Um, that that new music is a bit pish. Um, Yeah, like
2: when he was the chairman, I like the chairman.
0: Uh, but like returning as a face, um, loses to, to Jungle Boy. Um, do you reckon he's really a face, or is this all a ruse, and he's still in MGF's pocket?
2: I don't know. He's very good at being the heel. Um, but then the whole thing about MJF stories is he doesn't need anybody.
0: Yeah, but he does, though. Yeah, that's <laughs> I suppose that's
2: very true. Very true.
0: Right, you got ten minutes. Impact Rebellion, where you go?
2: Right. Okay, so obviously Impact had their second pay per view of the year, uh Rebellion, and before the pay per view even got started, there was two belts that had to be vacated so josh alexander has torn his bicep and tricep in one of his arms and is going to be out for an indefinite amount of time so the belt had to be vacated um and then we found out mickey james we're not even sure what happened because hers was so last minute um she Mm. had to vacate the knockouts title so yeah we're not even too sure what it was about but we opened up as we often do with a impact pay-per-view with an ultimate x match uh, but this one was an ultimate X match for the difference because this was for the tag team titles not the X division so it was Ace and Bay of the Bullet Club against the Motor City Machine Guns and as you would expect you have Ace Austin, Chris Bay and Machine Guns in an ultimate X ring this match was fucking phenomenal to open the show it, there, there yeah. was some mad shit being done here Ace Austin is a freak nature I, I don't know whether he just skips arm day and just does legs all day, every day, but some of the shit he was doing hanging from the ropes or the cables, unbelievable. But um, Ace and Bay, I actually thought the guns were going to get it, but nope, it's Ace and Bay. They call themselves A-Bay-C. <laughs> so aren't, they, they, aren't they Bullet Club members? They are Bullet Club, yes. They are Bullet Club Impact. <laughs> so They can, they, be, they have they can
0: be Bullet Club Silver. <laughs>
2: Well, okay, I'll give you that. You know, it's a smaller show. There's no way we, they can compete.
0: But um, also, since the gold is is
2: is, it's is Jay fun- White, like Jay
0: White, like come on,
2: <laughs> it's fucking Jay White. Like you're not going <laughs> to argue. But um, it was a fantastic opening match. Like I said, they do like to open though, their pay per views with the Ultimate X. That's Our a stable pack- stable
0: of Impact, right? and it's probably yeah, it's, the best thing about Impact, I would say, since yep. day one.
2: Yep. Yeah. Uh the next match was a bit of an odd one. Um so you remember Dieter, obviously he killed Eric Young and he's now leader of the design. Yeah. So he has Alan Angels and some big guy called Con and Callahan is trying to join them. Well, I must have missed an episode or something because they were having a match against fucking Fandango, Joe Henry, and Santino Morella. That's the absolute fuck. I don't know. <laughs> I must have missed something. But the fucking design is beating the clean piss out of them all, and then Callahan finally does what everyone's been waiting for anyway, and turns and starts beating the shit out of every everybody, and then just leaves the ring, and then Santino gets the win with a Cobra. Christ. So I, I guess you know. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, yeah, yeah, I guess the important thing is Callahan. I guess.
2: Yep, he's turned face. You know, well, even though everyone knew that's what he was up to, you know. um, next match oh fuck's sake why do people love pco (laughs) it was pco and eddie edwards again this time in a in a casket match right um this was the final one apparently so uh typical you know casket match you could expect pco doing some shit that he probably shouldn't be doing but he's doing it anyway uh and i was shocked they gave him the win are you serious pco got the win over eddie edwards and that's
0: the last that's the end of the feud
2: that's the end of the feud that's fucked up i don't get that like pco gets nothing out of that
0: no young upstart
2: yeah young upstart pco um next match was fucking amazing so it's a three-way match for the x division title but it's a three-way elimination match so it's Trey Miguel champion against Gresham and Mike Bailey. Mm-hmm. This was fucking phenomenal. And the way they finished it was genius. So obviously it's an elimination match. Right? Mm-hmm. Jonathan Gresham has Mike Bailey in a figure four. Right? Uh-huh. Trey Miguel comes off the top the rope. Meteora's Gresham. Gresham is out cold, but still has a figure four on Bailey. Right? Right. Miguel pins Gresham. Right? So he's now out, but he then just sits on top of Gresham and he won't let Bailey get out of the figure four and Bailey has to tap. So who bought? And it's like Alright, oh, right, Miguel, It's elimination.
0: It's elimination.
2: It's elimination. So Miguel won, he beat them both technically. Nice one. <laughs> it's like, Confirmed at the idea. So, but, like, yeah, would the that, referee that, not
0: count the pin on Gresham first, which means that the talent was. No, he did. He, count.
2: he, counted, he counted the pin on Gresham, right? Right. And then Trey Miguel sat on Gresham as if saying, I'm now doing this move. So that's why he counted the did Then top that makes Gresham
0: like a foreign object or something. And he should...
2: <laughs> well, there is no DQ. You know, oh, okay. Fair way. enough. <laughs> so. Yep, it was, it was very, very good. Um, next match involved Bully Ray, so you can imagine what this was. Um, Something t- with
0: tables to cover up the fact that he kept go.
2: Yeah, it was a... <laughs> they called it a hardcore war, five on five. Oh, no. Um, best thing about this is one team had Masha Slamovich and the other team had Killer Kelly, and they were beating the piss out of everything that came near them at one stage. <laughs> so that was actually very fucking cool. Um, nice. they were just uh, beating rings around them, and then they had the ring for the while, and then there was some other madness. But Tommy Dreamer got the one against got the win against Bully, so he did. Um, that's the end of that, maybe. And he, then, he well,
0: he's had to step away from Impact for a while now, it's something to do with his yeah, mother. So yeah,
2: he literally he cut that promo minutes before the match. Is as, is as basically. Reckons she's on death's door, so it's it's not too good. So he's stepping away for a while. I, to be honest, I don't even know how he even managed to do the match of his heads the where it was like. But you know, um, I suppose that's a good way of getting him out for a while as well. Mm. You know, he, he's got he's got the the rivalry done. So our first main event was Steve Macklin against Kashida, and this is for the the world title. This match was fucking amazing. Uh, At one point, I really did not know what way it was going. So the whole story was Macklin has tapped out before to Kushida's hoverboard lock. And Kushida was just working the arm the whole match, trying to get the hoverboard lock in. And Macklin was just trying to... like He wouldn't step into the middle of the ring. He kept near the ropes the whole match. So if he got into the hold, he could grab the rope quickly. (laughs) So he was sort of wrestling around the ring and all. And uh, well, he dragged him outside for one and beat the shite out of him. But Macklin didn't end up getting the win. But the, again, the way this finished was fucking brilliant. So Kashida comes off the top rope. No, sorry, sorry, I'm landy. That was the first time Kashida came off the top rope, and everyone thought he was going for a shotgun leg drop, button, or shotgun drop kick. But instead, he actually grabs Macklin's arm midway and goes into the hoverboard lock and they're like an arm bar <laughs> off the top rope was fucking class. And then the second time kishida goes for a superplex but i was wondering I was like this is fucking weird looking superplex why is he doing this this he sort of instead of doing like your normal suplex looking thing he looks like he sort of underhooked them him under the chin and goes that way but as he spins again he gets the arm and he goes into the hoverboard lock in the middle of the ring now so macklin can't reach any fucking ropes but uh, he manages Macklin sort of spins himself on the side and Kushida doesn't realise his shoulders are actually pinned and he gets a 1-2-3 and Macklin's our champion. So it was nice. a very, very cool finish. Very cool finish. Um but again the story they were telling was that Macklin had been studying Josh Alexander for a year and a half and now he had to fight this unknown lunatic called Kushida who thinks he can travel through time. <laughs> so <laughs> That, that was he was very pissed in his promo about this, um, but yeah, very very cool. And then our main event: Deanna Perazzo versus Jordan Grace. And this is exactly what you think it was. This was technique versus strength, and it was bloody brilliant. So it was um, a bit shocked by the win because uh, I honestly thought it was all right. Well, they took it off Jordan Grace; they're probably going to give it back to her. And sure. they kept telling the story that Jordan Grace has never beat Perazzo one on one. And that record still stays, I guess, because Prazo is our world champion. she hit her face at the moment? She's not anything at the moment. She's been away for a good while, you see. Oh, okay. And she's basically come back and she's like, makes you de facto face. Yeah, it kind of does. She's like, I am a blank canvas. Uh, Well, they were shaking hands and all before and after the match. So, yeah, I guess, yeah, that's very face. Um, But the match was absolutely fantastic. Uh, It's been so long since Prazo has actually been... I don't know if she's been busy or something, but I forgot how fucking good she was. And just her working with Jordan Grace was absolutely brilliant. So uh, they actually got the singles match-wise, they got the longest time for the night as well. In near 20 mm-hmm. minutes, they went. Absolutely brilliant, so it was. So yeah, it was actually a, a very, very good show. Um, I think there was a... I haven't seen the... Uh, I didn't see the pre-show, but I think there was only two matches on it. I must give it a wee look at some stage. But all in all, you know, obviously you had your PCO and your... your Fucking bully race shit, but everything else I thought was really, really good. So, um, you'd be sure all around, like I say. it the uh, it was cool seeing the two champs being, uh, you know, we had guaranteed two new world champions, so.
0: yeah. It's weird going in with, um, two, two uh, <laughs>
2: vacant, vacant times, uh, uh, but I kind of to be honest, I kind of I don't know if maybe that was the plan for Macklin to beat. Alexander, anyway, but I do like Macklin. I think he's very, very good. So do I know he f- felt he was a bit underutilized in the other company, um, but he's very, very stiff and very, very just tight, and <clears throat> snug everything he does. Yeah. Um, and obviously you've got Perazzo. Oh yeah, just realised. Jesus, the happy couple are now the champions. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So Perazzo and Macklin are now your champions. There you go. Very good. Yeah, it was a very good show. If, if, if anything, just check out the, the the X Division and the two main events. They were fantastic matches. Uh,
0: people on cagematch.net agree with you. Oh. Uh, Dehanna Purrazzo, Jordi, uh, Jordan Grace was the best match. getting Sitting in 8.2. I
1: would agree with
2: that. I would agree with that it was the best match of the night, uh, which was why right, you have a event.
0: Yeah, Followed by the uh, Steve Mack and Kushida that has a, mm-hmm. an 8... Uh, 7.6 for the X-Division, um, 7.29 for Ultimate X, and yeah, the, <laughs> the the 4 on 3 handicap, uh, and the Hardcore War, they're like, 5.09 and 6.43. Yeah, but, four four stories, yeah. again, mm-hmm. the internet seems to can't agree with us on the subject of old men. They gave uh, that, don't <laughs> that last... which is pretty high score for a match that's a good match like but uh, there you go some people (laughs) just like to see old men faff about in the ring
2: I guess so I guess so we'll never understand it mate. we never will never
0: but uh, that's gonna do us for this week Um, we'll be back again next week with more wrestling games see you then bye